Hello, testing one, two, three, four. Hello, testing one, two, three, four. Okay. Welcome to the Rhine Report. For September 14th, Thursday. Stone pillars, T-shaped megaliths, 15 feet high, quarried and carved out of the limestone rock. Set in circles around, hmm, what I can only guess. Now, 11,000 years later. <laughs> That's how long ago this place was built. Eleven thousand years ago, they hadn't even invented farming yet. Not really. Maybe a few gardens here and there by chance. They wouldn't build the pyramids or Stonehenge for another 6,000 years. What? They were hunters and gatherers, foraging, moving around through the landscape. Somehow they got it together and built this temple. To praise the nature spirits. And the created world. Both of which they were in awe of. I mean, both were in abundance here in the foothills of the Taurus Mountains, near the headwaters of the spring-fed Balik River, in the southwestern portion of present-day Turkey. Mountains and valleys, rivers and streams, grassy plateau filled with animals comprised their world. This was their habitat, and this is where they lived. And this was their signature, their time stamp, their creative expression. And oh my God, T-shaped pillars. What are those about? Stylized humans with stylized arms. 
standing tall and proud at the portal to the wild mountains beyond. Check the picture. And look at their feet, the tapered base, and the rectangular heads, reminiscent of the white shaman. Okay, maybe you're not as interested in ancient archaeology as I am. But the point is that human beings have lived here for a long time. And we have had many different lifestyles. Those people from 11,000 years ago were part hunter-gatherer and part farmer, apparently. And they had a deep reverence for the world that they lived in and that sustained them. Why else would they erect such monuments and arrange them in such a way? and carve into them images of the animals and plants of the natural world around them. Obviously some deep thinking going on and some strategic planning as well. There are dozens of pillars like those seen in the picture, scattered around the 20-acre site. Some smaller and some larger. And no doubt the archaeologists will dig up even more. Imagine the amount of effort it took to cut those stones out of the bedrock, drag them across, stand them up. Some weigh 30 tons. <laughs> Make carvings all over them, and all this done with a flint chisel, which is also stone. Flint is harder than limestone, but not that great at holding an edge. It was a massive undertaking for those people. Plus, this site is built on a tell, a hill made from the accumulated debris of previous generations. People have been camping out on this site for a long time. <laughs> Even before they built the temple. <sighs> wow. 
We can't enter into the minds of those people 11,000 years ago as much as we might like, or I might like. No, only with our imagination can we reach out to them. Only by using inference from what we already know about ancient cultures and the hunter-gatherer lifestyle can we attempt to reconstruct their worlds. But whatever the purpose of the site, whatever the meaning behind the architecture, we can safely assume that it was something important to them. And what would be important to those people living in a Stone Age world, stone and bone and wood and the skins of wild animals and the river reeds to make baskets and the vines to bind branches into a shelter. same thing that is important to us, I would submit. Feeling part of a tribe. Having a purpose. Having a quest and a mission in life to know the larger worlds and to become larger by exploring it. And celebrating that in song and dance, story and ritual, sculpture and architecture, as we do today. We do the same because we're human. 